One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com and in today's show Kelvin talks to digital marketing consultant Adrian Rowe, chairman of Red Sea and of the Institute of Direct Marketing North about the growing digital and creative scene in the Northwest. All coming up in Internet Marketing. So I'm joined again uh, by Adrian from Red Sea Marketing. We spoke a few weeks ago um, about email marketing, but as I had the opportunity to sit down in front of the microphone, um, I wanted to talk a little bit more um, about kind of the burgeoning Northwest digital and marketing scene. Because recently I went up and spoke at a conference um, that you organised um, in Media City in Manchester. You did indeed. Um, can you tell us a bit about kind of that event and kind of your background and I suppose some of the things you're involved in, kind of with the IDM and, and the like? Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, well, I'm the chairman of the IDM North, um, and we run um, events, in fact we run the the event that you came and kindly Mm. spoke at, Kelvin, that was an annual conference, Mm. a full day conference Mm. that we run, we have run for the last at least 10 years I think, um, and it's it's to give marketers in the North Mm. uh, the chance to Mm. come together and hear top Mm. speakers like yourself you know, from from yeah. from from the south, yeah. um, on an annual basis, mm. we try to get, um, we try to look at a mix of things. Mm. Um, you'll probably mm. have noticed from the audience yeah. that, that a lot of them are quite senior. A lot of mm. people who attend are quite senior people, mm. often from the client yeah. side. So we try to cover strategic marketing. Yeah. We try to cover offline marketing yeah. issues and also, of course we cover digital mm. marketing yeah. issues and I, I mean I spend quite a lot of time up in Manchester and I've kind of been involved with you know the um, MMU's the Manchester Metropolitan University and there's oh, some of their post, yeah. postgrad courses that they do there and kind of I know that SASCON and I think it's uh, I forget the name now it's Manchester Digital I believe a kind of a trade body they're up Manchester there. Digital yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's, there's a huge amount seeming to go on um, there in the northwest and for those people listening here outside the UK, there's been kind of a big sort of change in how the BBC, so the you know the big um, broadcast organisation here in the UK, have been relocating to Salford and yes. uh, Media City. Is that changed the kind of dynamics of oh, you know, massively. the, the, the massively. Yeah. I mean, Manchester was was uh, has always been a strong creative um, city you know there's strong creative industries in Manchester and inevitably like all of the creative industries right around the world that's gradually moved into creative and digital 
Uh, Manchester's one of the biggest cities in Europe now yeah. for, for the creative and digital mm. industries. Um, I think... I think I've read somewhere mm. that it, there are something like 20,000 companies in mm. Greater Manchester mm. involved in the creative and digital industries. Mm. It's a real, you know, it's a thriving part, a really important mm. part of the economy. But the, the defining mm. um, factor, mm. you know, it behind the sort of, you know, cementing that creative mm. and digital footprint mm. in Greater Manchester was the development of Media City UK yeah. Yeah. on Salford Keys, yeah. where you came yeah. to speak, yeah. um, and the, the move three years ago of the, of the BBC mm. up north. There are now 2,800 mm. people from the BBC working in mm. Media City UK, mm. and the fastest growing of their departments mm. there is what they call future media, mm. which is the web and yeah. digital side. And, you know, you guys are based out in, in you know, in the, the Media City area. We you are, know, yeah, yeah. We're um, just, have you always been out that way? Or is it not always. Yeah. We were in the city centre um, five years ago. Yeah. Um, but we felt that Salford Keys had, mm. had great promise and, mm. and Media City UK mm. was, was expanding all the time. Mm. So we felt for a creative and digital yeah, agency, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was yeah. a, it was a very sensible place to mm. be. And does that help with recruitment and that type of thing? Because I, I know that, you know, Myself spending a lot of time working in Brighton, which is kind of a slightly different but kind of similar sort of, yeah, you know, very hub, similar um, yeah. there as well. That kind of one of the big reasons that I think Brighton. You've got the sea. Yeah, we've well, got the ship canal. Well, there you go. There's, yeah, <laughs> there's similarities. <laughs> but, exactly. but yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that's really helped Brighton grow as a kind of digital hotspot is that you know, two for a city in the size of Brighton to have two major universities there, both of which seem you know Brighton University doing particularly well in terms of some of their you know digital marketing quarters, University. Sussex having a, a strong academic reputation and attracting kind of creative and you know intelligent people there. That's a big part of the reasons for the success of Brighton, I think. But you know, with Manchester, there's a huge you know you've got Manchester Metropolitan University, the University of Manchester, you know, huge kind of academic institutions that really seem to get that there. Is I that something it, that's helped you as an organisation? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think it's the biggest student city in Europe, mm. um, and the fact that there are so many um, marketing and digital course options yeah. within you know Manchester Uni- mm. the University of Manchester Manchester Metropolitan the University of Salford yeah. you know there are there's a really strong um, digital mm. and, and marketing focus mm. within the academic sector mm. within Greater Manchester that, that helps us a lot with recruitment we take a lot of um, we take a lot of students on placement. Yeah. They often um, yeah. they often come back yeah, to yeah, us yeah. when they've graduated. In fact, we, we tend to give them the nod if yeah, we think yeah, yeah, we would like to see yeah, them yeah. back. <laughs> um, we're about to take on our first two digital creative apprentices oh, okay. in, our, in our studio, oh, okay. um, which is an experiment for us. Yeah. I mean, they'll start in January, yeah. but, you know, we want to be taking young people through throughout, mm. you know, from... Uh, yeah. From right, you know, sort of um, post GCSE yeah. right through to sort of postgraduate level yeah. Yeah, uh, into the agency because yeah. we're looking at the long term mm. future of the agency. And I, I know you spend a lot of time down in London and down, you know down south as well. Do you, do you think that kind of the being based in Manchester and Northwest is actually a huge opportunity because many of the London agencies and the South Coast agencies, there's going to be clients that perhaps you know are off their radar or that type of thing. But you're is. It doesn't take long for you guys to nip down to London and service London clients, but there's actually, um, you know, but there's perhaps the journey the other direction doesn't seem to be made quite so frequently, if you Mm. know what I mean. So I spend, you know, maybe come up to Manchester, I don't know, four or five times a year, and people down in Brighton think that's sort of surprising to be up there that frequently. And I'm, you know, 
it, but it's not that far away, is it? Really, you know, you jump no, on the, the you know the Pendolinos or whatever they're called, the the, the, the fast virgin trains, and down in no time. Yeah. Two, two, two hours. It's, it's two yeah. hours on the train from yeah. either you know Leeds to London or from you know Manchester to mm. to London Euston, and it's very very simple. I mean, we do it. You know, we we look after Eurostars email marketing, for example, and once a month we you know simply yeah. um, get off the train at the other end yeah. and walk straight into the Eurostar offices. It, it's easy to do. Mm. And you, know, you mentioned there Leeds as well. That's another you know city that's you know I yeah. know some great agencies, some great in-house teams based up there in Leeds. Is it that kind of? Do the cities keep themselves quite separate? You know, is there a kind of a cross-pollination between Leeds and Manchester to a certain extent, or is it actually very different scenes with its own kind of personality there as well? Well, I'm a result of the cross-pollination because yeah. I, I, I live in Yorkshire, yeah. quite near Leeds, yeah. and I work in Manchester every yeah. day. Yeah. It's a you know sometimes traumatic journey across the <laughs> M62. But, but actually, you know, yeah. Leeds and Manchester do, um, you know, yeah. share a lot of, of clients, agencies, yeah. staff, yeah. Uh, and so on. Ah, fantastic. And, you know, you, you, I know you've got the kind of role with the IDM in, in, in the north there. Yeah. You know, what do you kind of see as the, 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 the big challenges that the industry as a whole is facing that kind of is perhaps maybe unique or kind of unusual to the, the north? Or is that the same as across the UK? It's just no, no, got different I th- I, I representative think, people. We're gonna do. I think... Um, if we're looking at one big challenge, yeah. then I think there is going to there's, there's going to be a shortage of skilled staff yeah. um, because the growth in creative and digital industries yeah. to, to stick with that yeah. title um, is outstripping mm. um, the ability. You know, yeah. even though we've talked about some of the great courses mm. that, that the academic yeah. institutions have. The growth in outstripping the ability to sort of provide yeah. well, well, well qualified, well skilled staff who can just slot straight mm. into, into a job. So that, that's a challenge. Mm. It's definitely a challenge in the northwest. Mm. And I know that you know they're forecasting something like a hundred and fifty thousand skills gap, hundred and fifty thousand yeah. person skills gap by yeah. twenty seventeen in the creative and digital industries yeah. in the in the northwest. Yeah. That's a huge, huge, well, I suppose it's a huge opportunity for individuals to kind of either relocate or yeah. pick up those skills there. In particular. Any particular skill sets that, you know, maybe from your experience or from the other people you're kind of connected to that, you know, if you were saying to someone who's going through university now or leaving school or looking to a career change and get yeah. into digital or marketing, any particular areas or specialisms that you think they'd be wise to work on to kind of give themselves the best opportunity there? Yes, I mean, I think... Um, uh, there's one in particular I yeah. want to focus on, but as I start yeah. start broad, I think um, that paid search, yeah. search engine yeah. optimization, yeah. You know, your areas yeah. of expertise, Kelvin. Yeah. I think that the growth there is outstripping, yeah. you know, to a certain extent, the ability to mm. provide, you know, really well skilled staff. Yeah. Um, I think in um, web, you know, web development, yeah. um, email, you know, HTML yeah, skills, yeah, design yeah. skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's one particular area mm. where um, I think there is a, um, um, there's a challenge for the industry mm. which is that you know I've got people in my business and, and I know in other businesses in the northwest who are either um, we call them interactive developers yeah. um, so they've got really strong technical yeah. skills HTML5 yeah. CSS3 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know a whole range of other uh, sort of technical skills, mm. and we've got people who've come up through the sort of design college route, yeah. who have great eye for design, yeah. great creative skills, mm. and so it's kind of a bit in the middle yeah. that, that where you know we, the industry yeah. really needs people who've got strong technical skills, yeah. but also a great eye for yeah. design and creativity yeah. and crafting. Yeah. 
and there's a, there's a, a real yeah. shortage of yeah. people who can combine mm. both sides. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a left brain, right brain mm. yeah. thing, I think. But mm. there's there's a great opportunity for people who could yeah. walk that yeah. tightrope in yeah. the middle. There's a great, and if anyone's kind of interested in that, perhaps more from the kind of technical background and interested in learning more about design, there's a great book that I've read recently, and it's a whole email series and website that goes with it called Design for Hackers, which kind of takes this. Um, you know, accepting that you know great design is a hugely creative process, but there are patterns within good design yeah. that um, a good designer picks up and just becomes intrinsic. You know, intrinsically they know that you know and they can see it. They might, might not be able to put their finger on it and explain it. But what the book tries to do is say, you know, for a kind of more technical, perhaps you know, more accustomed to rule-based systems yes. way of yes. thinking, kind of saying here are some principles that can lead to good yeah. design and actually if you can pick those up then this technical mindset can actually often be able to pick up a lot of they might not be the, the greatest designer in the world but they'll probably be compared to their peers of other technicians they can be significantly better designers there so I'll drop the, a link to that in the show notes because I think that's okay, a, that'd be a good. good I'd like to read that yeah good, uh, good one to pick up on, on that it's one subject, of the reasons yeah. why we use eye tracking yeah. you know um, we, when mm. we spoke last yeah. time we talked about eye tracking emails but you know one of the things that, that we know as a you know um, a, a results oriented yeah. marketing yeah. agency, we know when things work. Yeah. You know we know what works, yeah. and, and we keep using yeah. our experience to ensure that we mm. put the things that we know work in. Sometimes we don't know why it works. Yeah. You know we don't understand why one design works better than the other, yeah. and that's where eye tracking, which mm. is you know a qualitative research tool, yeah. it can help you to understand. Aha, you know. Yeah. So these you know. This particular design mm. is really exploiting peripheral vision very yeah. well, yeah. or yeah. something like whatever, that. Yeah, whatever the concept is there. And you know, something that I know that um, Dan and Brian we've struggled a bit with is that you know we're it does very very well in terms of getting people into the digital community and into working in the roles. And often it will be their first role or second role out of university yes. or college. Yeah. And you know, people develop very quickly. They take on some great skills, take on some great responsibilities. But there comes a point two, three years into their career where it get a bit tricky, where they're then asked to manage or take on more. Kind yeah. of strategic roles, and you know that's I think an area that I think I've you know been involved with the agency and knowing lots of other agencies and in-house organisations through the events business. Um, it's tricky. It's that kind of ex- the the broadening of responsibilities that people often they get very very good at the thing it is that they do, and then they're then put into positions of management or any, any experience <laughs> that you've had from that or advice that you can offer to people in terms of recruiting or training or helping people take on those kind of more strategic roles that perhaps you yes. might have yeah yeah I think that, it, that is very difficult to do because um, you you often get promoted because you are good yeah. at one particular thing yeah. and you go beyond your yeah. your, your level of competence yeah. kind of thing yeah. I, I strongly recommend um, you know, some of the sort of mm. supplementary courses for mm. people in work you know like yeah. the IDM courses yeah. that you yeah. Yeah. teach on there are, mm. there are IDM courses there are DMA courses mm. lots of really good course providers mm. who can um, help you to mm. uh, assimilate sort of the principles of strategic marketing mm. regardless of which channel mm. you know your background yeah. is in I've got to say I think the other thing to do as I know you do a lot is to read widely around the subject mm. get to know market sectors you know don't yeah. just get to know about email yeah. get to know about fashion marketing yeah. say yeah. Uh, you know I think yeah. so, so when you can combine mm. um, 
channel experience, yeah. social media, email, PPC yeah. or whatever, with sector experience, yeah. you know, the way that the, you mm. know, the e-com, you know, mm. fashion e-commerce works mm. or, or whatever sectors yeah. you're interested in. The travel business, yeah. you know, marketing in the travel business. Yeah. Um, that's when you start to be able to develop mm. strategic marketing mm. skills. Yeah. I mean, it's a great explanation that I've heard people use this idea of the T-shaped marketer where you have depth of experience in one channel or a couple of connected channels but then broad experience of the other so you could kind of you might be an email marketing specialist you might be a web designer you might be a social media marketer you know that inside out you know that's your area of expertise but you have a good level of understanding and appreciation of what's good work what's bad work yeah. um, the general principles of of multiple disciplines and if you can do that then you're in a really good position to recommend to your client or to your boss or to your broader team if you're working in-house of what it is they ought to be doing and the danger is, is if you're just that tall, narrow bit, you're too specialist to move into the more senior roles. But if you're too broad, then actually it's tricky to really add to really add value because you need an area of expertise, which I think is a kind of a good analogy. No, that's, a, that's that definitely true. I mean, yeah. as you get older and more mm. experienced, mm. you inevitably have to specialise more, yeah. and there comes mm. a point where you can't actually break out of your yeah. specialisation. Yeah. Um, so, I think to acquire broad knowledge mm. in your 20s let's yeah. say yeah. is really really important mm. for the for the development of your career mm. fantastic well like i say yeah great to speak to you great to hear about the you know the great things that are going on in manchester i know there's some great events up there i know the the dma and itm event that i spoke at well, i thoroughly recommend people going to next year i know there's events like sascon which take place up there as well and for people who are kind of perhaps outside of the uk and um, there is more to digital in the uk than just london brighton manchester and leeds and also edinburgh and bristol i think are all cities that are doing some exceptional stuff there so if anyone's ever coming to the uk to look into digital businesses there is more than just london so fantastic cheers for that thank you very much kelvin Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice comment or question, and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 